You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com. I'm here. It's raining outside. Only this rain is probably a little more ominous than previous rains. Like, it's... um, For those of you who are unaware, um, the reason why we didn't have episodes yesterday is because I spent my time preparing for this hurricane that's supposed to come with the equivalent force of one which devastated my home province about 15 years ago. Um, So yeah, doing a lot of prep for Dorian. Um, We have our chips. We have our our windows locked. We have everything inside. We have water. Done about everything we can do, really. So... Um, Halifax is expected to get the full brunt of this, so I I will do my best to keep y'all posted um, until the power goes out, which, I mean, that's, that's a foregone conclusion at this point, but yeah, spitting in the face of it by doing podcasts, so we will, we'll try and get this out to you, we'll try and shoot the, um, Van Saturday episode as well, since that didn't happen yesterday. Did get a few responses for lineups for the Blue Jays, so we will be discussing that. We'll be discussing Anthony Kay making his debut today for the Blue Jays against Tampa Bay. So that'll be the second episode that's shot today. But in the first episode, we have to kind of talk about just how the Blue Jays have looked this past week and it hasn't been great it's been a stark reminder that you know as fun as this team is and as exciting as as players have made this team there's still a very very long way to go before you know you can get dreams of playoff victories going in your heads and it, it it was tough to watch at times watching, you know, these teams like Atlanta, like Tampa Bay, just come in and, well, not even come in. Like, these are all road games, but there hasn't been much fight shown by these Blue Jays in these games. And... You know, again, it, it kind of harkens back to the the days earlier this season when you really didn't have a lot of hope as for what kind of effort the Blue Jays would actually put out and, and actually be competitive with. So that's that's been a little difficult to to swallow, really. Like, again, you watch guys like TJ Zoid come out and make make his debut 
for the team and and it's all right but it's it's not like he got much support during that and i'm i'm going to talk about the offense in the second half of this episode but the pitching has just you know it continues to spin its wheels essentially like it 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 was just like a a death by a thousand cuts against Tampa Bay where whereas the Atlanta series Atlanta was just getting these big shots like Josh Donaldson was hitting home runs and just piling on damage immediately Tampa Bay doesn't do that Tampa Bay just nicks and pokes until you fall into submission and the Blue Jays do not have the pitching to be able to stop that like you look you look at some of the some of the people they throw up there and and let's let's talk about Trent Thornton again I said this on Twitter but Trent Thornton is not an MLB starter yet he's he's been proving that over the past couple months that he does not have the stamina to be an MLB starter just he shoots himself in the foot way too much gets wild and can't control where the ball's going and that results in walks and that results in in misplaced pitches that get knocked the other way and i i said that he he doesn't have a spot in the 2020 rotation which as the only guy who's active on the blue jays who's made over 20 starts that that says a lot about where this Blue Jays team is. And like there there there's not even there's not even the length anymore. Like Clay Buckles went out there and got hit too, but at least Clay Buckles got through six innings. Trent Thornton hasn't been able to do that, and you wonder if his fate isn't tied more closely to the likes of Sam Gavilio or the recently DFA'd Zach Godley. Guys who can come in throw like a couple innings, but can't be relied upon to actually go the distance. And he will hopefully have the opportunity to work on that in the future, but it has to be at Buffalo. It can't, it can't be at the level of MLB baseball because it's, it's not working for Trent Thornton. And we said earlier this season, maybe he needs to be optioned down to be able to work on some things. I I think that's less of a possibility and more of an inevitability at this point. I would be shocked if he starts games in April for Toronto next year. And that that isn't to say anything of his talent. He's shown flashes of talent this season, but... Again, it's the consistency and just the the inability to to make it through long enough to actually be beneficial to the team as opposed to like having to get guys like Brock Stewart up. And you know, the bullpen wasn't really on form either. Stewart pitched an inning in the third. Uh gave up a run 
Buddy Boshears. I am so done with Buddy Boshears. If he's not the DFA for Anthony K, I I will be shocked. Cause there there's no reason to keep him anymore. So I I can't I can't look at him. I can't look at him pitching for this team. So just just pack him up, send him along. If you're not gonna freaking call up Kirby Sneed, then at at least take someone who who you know is not going to be a part of the future and and let him go. He served his purpose. So that that's what I have to say about the pitching I've seen the past couple days. It's just it's mediocre and you know, it's it's exactly what I'm doing here. It's it's pitching that just is riding out the storm. And and you hope that eventually the storm will clear and you will get to see that that beautiful day after. But this is the storm that the Blue Jays are going through. So we'll just have to ride it. Anyway, we will talk about the offense after the break. But just a reminder that this episode of Lockdown Blue Jays is brought to you by Postmates.com. When you need wine at 4 p.m., breakfast at 9 p.m., storm chips at 8 p.m., Postmates will actually get it to you. It's your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates can deliver. It's the largest on-demand network in the U.S. Offers delivery from a variety of retailers. Anything you could want or need 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. It will be brought to you within the hour, so you don't have to go to the store. All you have to do is download an app. So whether you're on iPhone or Android, you download the app for free. You browse the local businesses and restaurants, and you can track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for the first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app. Use code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit in your first week when you download the app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with the code LOCKEDON. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So let's talk about the offense because outside of Bo Bichette, there hasn't been much of it for the Blue Jays. Like you, you, can, you can look at Bo Bichette you can look at Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And you can look at Reese McGuire, which is surprising. But um, Reese is just continuing to piece together a remarkable offensive season. Averages up to 310 entering play today. So Reese is is really asserting himself with, with his bat, which... I'm sure everyone predicted going into the season. But 
the rest of the offense was just it it was completely ineffectual ra- rather abysmal um outside of those three batters i mentioned three hits over two games two hits in yesterday's contest against a Tampa staff that was not imposing. Like, I mean, yeah, they threw out rookie Brandon McKay to start. And Brandon McKay looked like Justin Verlander against Toronto. He got 11 outs. Seven of them were via strikeout. He only gave up the one hit to Randall Grichuk. And then just the parade of pitchers at Tampa Bay were coming out that had no business being as effective as they were. And just able to shut them down. Pete Fairbanks got the win in yesterday's game. He had a 7.71 ERA entering that contest. Another rookie just made to look dominant. Andrew Kittredge pitched two innings perfectly. Cole Sulcer. A 29-year-old making his MLB debut came out and retired the side in his first inning. And when the Blue Jays finally put some pressure on him and and got those walks and got their only other hit in that game, which Anthony Alford got it. So good to see Anthony Alford get, get something going at the major league level. But second they got that going in... And then the Rays made yet another pitching change because that's what they do. They brought in Emilio, Emilio Pagan and it was just lights out. Hernandez gone. Grichik gone on strikeout. Guerrero flies out to end the game. And much like with the pitching staff, you know you're riding out the storm. And you, and you knew looking at that lineup yesterday, it was going to be tough to generate some runs. I mean, the Blue Jays are getting looks at other guys in the system. Kevin Biggio did not play in yesterday's game. Instead, Jonathan Davis and Anthony Alford were starting in, in the outfield. You know, neither of them hitting a buck 50. And that's even after Alford got the hit in yesterday's game. But I just, it was, it was feeble the effort that was put out there and like it that's that's the kind of game that's really tough to watch for this team just just watching them like go down and like just just waving at stuff like like they're just going through the motions and you you definitely don't want to say that for guys like Bo Bichette or or Vladimir Guerrero Jr. but Tropicana Field kind of does that, I guess. Just kind of kind of sucks the life out of your team <laughs> and makes you play like zombies. I think that's Tampa Bay's special ability when it comes to baseball, just zombifying its opponents. But it it was really rough to watch, and and we'll talk about you know hopefully a ray of positivity for the Blue Jays coming up. In the next episode, but we are going to bring this episode to a close right now. Just a reminder, if you're not following me on Twitter for hurricane updates or whatever, um, you can do so at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb. 
subscribe to the podcast on Himalaya, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Locked on Shays. And we will hopefully have enough time to record the Fan Saturday episode for y'all and get that out. And then, you know, I can hide out in my apartment for the rest of this storm. But anyway, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm H.E. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.